here. He is here. He is here. The one and only co-founder and CMO of N2 Media is in the building. 20 years old. He's an entrepreneur. Stephen Loisley, clap it up. He's here. <laughs> he is no here. need to clap. No need to clap. He is here. He but. deserves an applause. He deserves an applause. Yes, sir. Man. You left one thing out, though. He's from Mentor, Ohio. Why, why was I you left it out on purpose. Mentor, Ohio. <laughs> I left it out on purpose. Funny. All my Wanted Hills people, we know the name of Mentor. <laughs> <laughs> we know that name. Yeah, man. So you're from Mentor. You know, I look at that like Cleveland, but you know, you paying props to where you're from, and mm-hmm. um, you know, you you've been inspiring me. You're younger than me, and I'm inspired. Um, and Thanks, you've inspired a lot of people. So, what inspired you to start into media? In the mm. first place, you know, how did that even mm. come about? Yes. Yeah, so um, just in general, I've just inspired just to do stuff since I was born. Mm. Um, a lot of people kind of just, you know, coast through life, kind of do, you know, the necessities and then that's it. Um, I've always wanted to just go above and beyond um, and just if I have something in my mind, I want to do it. Mm. You know, if I'm if I am passionate about uh, fixing a cause, finding a solution, uh, helping people out, I, I want to, you know, end with that. I want to get it done. Um, so when we first started into media, we really just wanted to, um, help, you know, other people who weren't too, um, knowledgeable in social media and marketing, um, you know, mm-hmm. mostly an older generation, um, you know, being they're so my, their mindset's all on traditional marketing. It's all on, you know, shit where people aren't, you know, like mm-hmm. TV and shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Billboards. Billboards, yeah. Like yeah. Was, I, honestly, when you're driving, you're probably on your phone. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. It's dangerous, first of all. <laughs> no one should be te- texting and driving. That's horrible. That's how people get killed. It's That's not true. cool, but um, you know, it's reality. Yeah. Um, so we just uh, really got inspired from a lot of people just asking us, you know, hey, what can we do in social? A lot of uh, our older um, friends in business. So we thought, hey, you know, we might as well help everyone out. And uh, tied between that and just... Um, one, our passion just for people. I don't know if you guys love people as much as I do, mm-hmm. um, but people are so, everyone's so interesting. So the fact that I feel like I don't know, I mean, there's millions of people we don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that's insane. Yes. Um, same with businesses. Like mm-hmm. businesses only you know, have a select following of the billions of people that live in the world mm-hmm. when like you know, people in China, especially for this podcast, I bet this can help out. I mean, millions of people in Africa, China, Europe, mm-hmm. different states, but you know, they'll never hear your story because you haven't gotten to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I love social media marketing right now is because you can get to massive amount of people, you know, that, that can actually benefit from you. Not like just, you know, bullshit people. It's actually people who can take what you're saying mm-hmm. and put it to use. Because, right. you know, your guys' message is amazing and powerful, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be powerful to people who are just you know, not about what you guys are about. So that's why just getting into social media marketing um, mm-hmm. has been, you know, inspired me exactly. um, just to, uh, you know, get a message out to mm-hmm. a lot of people. And you said it's, you know, people, uh, being into people. And that's how we met. I was literally just minding my own business, walking in Clifton, mm-hmm. just walking around campus and ran into this guy, time and placement. Right. You, know, you never know what God will have you and just Sometimes I feel like he'll put you in certain places to meet certain people to put mm-hmm. you in certain positions. Mm-hmm. And we just met. Here we are at this podcast. We connected two entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, I'm just excited to continue to hear the story. So where did the name Into Media come from? You could have named mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah. 
why that? Because there's a lot in the name. You know so what many saying? names. Yeah. I mean, yeah. any entrepreneur out there starting a new business knows how hard it is to find a name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's either you have too many or you don't have any. It's, right. it's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when we first started our social media marketing company, we were just kind of just brainstorming. Me and uh, my two founders right off the bat. We started N2 Media with three guys uh, about a year and a half ago. Now we're at, you know, roughly uh, 16 to 18 people. Um, so just the expansion's been crazy. But when we first started, um, we just thought, hey, you know, what can we what can we name this? What sounds like media wise? What sounds professional? What sounds good? Mm-hmm. And we're just like, hey, let's just you know make it simple. Not think too, not, don't go too much with it. So you know, what are we into? We're mm. in, you know, I N T W O. What are we into? Into media. That's loud. We love media. So not only are we into media. You know, we're into marketing, we're into sales, we're into apps, we're into a lot of things. So that's where the name started. That's amazing. That, that's that, live. That was live. That and was live. I, I wanted okay. to ask you that beforehand when we first met. I saved it deliberately for this show because yeah. I didn't know, but that's that's live. Wow. So y'all check them out. Be able to follow them. Mm-hmm. What is yeah. it? At Into Media? Yeah, at N-T-W-O Media all over Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Pinterest pretty soon. Okay. So check us out. That's awesome, man. So you're doing this with, um, you said you started with three guys and you've expanded. So, Mm. you know, talking about expanding from your comfort zone, you're from the Cleveland area mentor. What made you even choose to come to Cincinnati, man? Why did you even leave the hometown? Yeah, I love Cleveland. Born and raised. Mm -hmm. uh, I was out there for about 19 years. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when you're from somewhere, it's almost like you got that chip on your shoulder to take care of the city. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll never leave Cleveland. Cleveland's Mm -hmm. in my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, my co-founder, Brandon Popplestein, the CEO of our company as well, great guy, just kicks ass in everything he does. Mm -hmm. Um, He came back down to Cincinnati to finish up his last year of school. So I said, hey, you know, fuck it. Let's Mm -hmm. go. Let's, let's, Let's both go down. Um, it just makes more sense and probably one of the best decisions I've made uh, because being around people that are, you know, push you, that's, that's so beneficial. Oh and, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this dude, he's, he's super motivated and driven. So uh, just being around him just makes me want to do more, mm-hmm. you know? Mm, that's very important, man. Being around the right people. Cause yeah. you know, either you're going to be around people who make you want to do less and you might even notice. You might not even notice that that person is demotivating you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. But then, you, or you could be around somebody that pushes you because they're doing more. Exactly. You know that you feel like you need to do more. Not that they're teaching, but you're catching it. Exactly. You know. And so having the right people around you is it's, it's critical. definitely critical. Yeah, you know the saying: "Birds of a feather flock together." Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, I mean, I, and we, it's true. And we all have those friends that you know aren't doing too much. Just bums. Mm-hmm. Aren't really driven. Just just not just not into life. There's not about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just bring you down. Yeah. I mean, bottom line, we everyone listening right now has those friends. Right. Um, I mean, if you ask me, a lot of my best friends are kind of, mm-hmm. you know, not too driven. But and you still um, love them. But sometimes oh, yeah. it's, it's to. okay to outgrow some people. It's okay. Sometimes you're going to. You're going to have yeah. to. Sometimes certain family members, right. you know, old relationships, and uh, it's just how it is, man. Everybody can't go with you to that next destination. Yeah. Because either be ready for that. Because either you you have that friend or you are that friend. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, don't so be that friend. Don't be that friend. Bottom line. Don't be that friend. <laughs> People are like, that ain't me. Like, okay. Exactly, man. <laughs> so who were who and what inspired you to get into entrepreneurship? And I know we've talked about Gary V. Shout out to him. We talk Great about guy. him all the time. The you remind me of a younger Gary V. He really does. Thank like you. the passion yeah. and how you speak, you remind me of mm-hmm. him. So Gary V, we know a little bit of his story and how he did lemonade lemonade stands, mm-hmm. you said, and he uh has some other things going on. He had an entrepreneurial spirit. Did you always have that as a kid or when did that yeah. come about? So all growing up, I was super extrovert. 
best way to put it. Mm-hmm. I just love hanging out with people. I love getting to know people, having a fun time, you know, getting people together. Um, and that kind of, you know, what uh, transitioned to me getting into marketing right now is just knowing, um, you know, what, what do, it's not like, it's not manipulation. It's more of like, what do people want to hear? Mm-hmm. You know, those sweet spots. Um, I don't know what it is, but something about, um, I just, I love talking to people. Mm-hmm. I love it. And if you do something over and over again, you get better at it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I started really young with just, you know, just getting events to go and promotion. Uh, at the time it was more of like, you know, throwing parties, uh, stuff like that to read and think about it. But you know, all the same marketing and promotion tactics used now with like professional events and stuff like that were the same stuff I was doing, throwing parties at my parents' house, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you know, the yeah. same using Twitter, using Snapchat, Instagram, word of mouth, all mm-hmm. that stuff. It's just uh, different. It's more uh, enhanced now. It's more professional. Right. Um, but, you know, my parents uh, definitely got me into entrepreneurship heavy. Um, not, mostly my mom. Uh, my mom and my grandpa were super um, entrepreneurial. They actually started their own business. Uh, my mom started a tanning salon, very successful. Mm-hmm. And she was always about um, just creating her own opportunities. Uh, mm-hmm. Same with my grandpa. He actually started our family factory. Um, which today is just kicking ass. And the, the fact that, you know, if it wasn't for him of thinking, hey, there's a problem, I have a solution, I can kick ass and do it, mm-hmm. you know, it wouldn't be where it is today. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just, you know, throughout time, you know, kicked ass, kicked ass. Um, it's sad that I don't, you know, he's not here with us today. Um, but, you know, just the value that he's taught us from growing up is just, you know, stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then very, very early, I actually uh, got into entrepreneurship, starting my own business um, right out of high school. You know, a lot of people wait till after college, um, but I felt, hey, why, why am I going to wait five years when I can start now? Mm. So right out of high school, I actually remember this day. I was going to tell you a story about um, how my first business came to, um, you know, started. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually used to work uh, nine to five over at a car dealership, you know, just cleaning cars, you know, really good, really good job. Mm. Um, and then, you know, just, I was cleaning this car one day. I said, hey, I have, why, why can I not friend someone on multiple social medias at one time? You know, like this is a perfect example. You know, I'm meeting Stu and uh, Jay for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's your Twitter? What's your Instagram? Let me friend you on Snapchat. Let me friend you on, let me get your phone number. What's your email? There's a lot of information to exchange nowadays. Mm-hmm. So I'm just thinking, I'm sitting in the car cleaning it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, there's got to be something. That, you know, <laughs> there's got to be something out there. Right. So I'm just doing my research, trying to figure something out. There's not one thing in the world ever. So I'm like, you know what? Something's got to happen. So I remember my good friend, uh, Jazz, he's actually in this live stream right now. Um, he worked at the uh, dealership next to me, you know. Uh, it was really cool having a friend that worked next to you because I would mm-hmm. just, you know, get out of work once in a while, you right. know, screw around with him, do yeah. some dumb shit, and then go, <laughs> go back to work. All right, yeah. Um, but I ran over to him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm huffing and puffing. I'm like, Jazz, do I... I got an idea, dude. We're up to something. You tell him. I'm gonna tell you the idea. If you want to, if you want a part of it, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Told him it. He just said, "Yep, let's go." Since then, um, we actually got two more friends together. Um, just you know, just through perspiration, just hard work, um, started making an idea. Uh, turned the idea into an actual app. Started making you know what it would look like. Reached out to a development team. This is all throughout a couple months. And eventually, we just we hit the um, we roll our dice, you know, got double ones, and um, you know, good luck. And we actually got uh, reached out to by a development team in New York City. This might have been like three months into it. We thought we were on top of the world. Right. You know what I'm yeah. We felt so good. Uh-huh. Um, so we went out there, um, had a crazy ass time. Uh, mm-hmm. Picked up a development team, came back, um, just started getting it going. And a lot of thing, right? A lot of a big problem right now with entrepreneurs is money. You know, I okay, cool. I got an idea. 
cool, I got a development team. Development costs thousands of dollars, tens of thousands. You know, no, nothing gets done for free. That's right. just, I, I wish it was like that. It's not how the world works. Mm. Um, so they hit us with a crazy quote, and we're just thinking, how the hell are we going to, you know, manifest, you know, 60 to 80K? Mm. We're kids. Um, right. So that's when we got into go mode. It was just, hey, you know, we got to raise some money. Um, so what we did is we just, we bootstrapped. Bootstrapping means, you know, you reach out to close family, close friends, and uh, raise money. You know, basically, right. tell, you know, just hoping that someone believes in you enough. Um, so that's what we did. You know, just reach out to our family, friends, we're like, hey, guys, you know, this is what we're doing. We're super passionate about it. Uh, ended up raising, you know, a little north of $80,000. So mm. put all of that towards the app, got that rolling, mm. which is, I mean, at this, remember, we're 18. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, it's just the amazing. fact that we're on this mindset was freaking crazy. Right. What's that now? The, app? Uh, the app, as of now, unnamed. Unnamed. Um, unnamed. So um, I'll get to that in a second. So we actually got the app going, mm -hmm. uh, got a prototype. I, I can remember this day. I got the app on my phone. I'm mm -hmm. freaking out. Mm -hmm. Anyone here who starts something new, when it's done, you're the happiest dude alive. You right. do, I almost did a backflip. Would have broke wow. my neck. I didn't do that. But um, <laughs> I can't flip. I'm six foot four. I, I can't do flips. Right. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not my thing. I'm too tall for that. Um, oh, but yeah, so I had the prototype, did everything. Uh, what the next step was is we need another more money. I mean, when you run out of money, you got to get more. Right. Um, so we, we couldn't get that as called a seed funding series A mm -hmm. to where, you know, you can launch to market, uh, which you, you need money. Like mm -hmm. marketing is no joke. I'm in marketing right. now. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, before, let's see, this is where I'm super happy that I got into Entomedia. You know, we went from the app. We thought, hey, you know, we, we don't have uh, enough marketing knowledge. You know, we don't have enough business knowledge. And at the time, when you're young, you feel like you're the best. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm the same way. When I remember mm -hmm. a couple of years ago, I thought I could take over the freaking world. Mm -hmm. I thought if I ran for president, I was winning. Right. But, you know, <laughs> it's, that's not how it works. Yeah, um, exactly. So we didn't know a lot. We were mm -hmm. extremely, extremely naive. Um, so we took a break from the app and got into marketing. You know, that's mm -hmm. how Media came alive. Um, so we pivoted and we said, hey, you know, let's get into marketing, get into business. Um, and then just, you know, from there, we've just been kicking ass. And it's just crazy what... Um, the whole team and myself have learned just from being in the industry. So now, you know, what we're trying to do now is raise enough money to actually get the app going again because mm -hmm. we have stupid knowledge, stupid clients underneath our belt. You know, mm -hmm. we have analytics. So now we're just in a better place. You know, honestly, timing. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell everyone here, you know, you might want to get into something tomorrow, next week. Be patient with it. Mm -hmm. Be very patient. It, I was a two years patient. You know, it's, it hurts, you know, right. I, especially as we're young. You just want to go. Yeah. You just want to do stuff. No, yeah. it's, you're, our vision's so crazy. Our dreams are so big, so mm. big. We're over here thinking in the clouds, but until you can actually, you know, in the dirt and just get it grimy and just work at it, um, it just takes time. Everything, nothing happens overnight. You guys know that. Yeah. Like this podcast. Yeah. I mean, when did you guys first start this? It's been over a year. It's been over a year, but, you know, it's been countless times. The original idea of it started, what, my senior year in high school. The original concept, right? Mm -hmm. And that, that was, what, five years ago, four mm -hmm. years ago? And so it's like, um, yeah. It's, it's a long the, story. On yeah, the it's, it's, it's here. you know, just it's, it's evolved more after time and after time to what it is now. The original name was, uh, what was the original? The Y Show. Oh, the my gosh. gosh. <laughs> the Y <Wise> Show. <laughs> I guess we called it that because millennials, the generation is why we wanted something that appealed to everybody. I blame him. He, he's the one that said the why show. 
But it is what it is. It is what it is. But you know what's but, funny? You'll laugh at that. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, what is like what's Costco? You get what I mean? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. What is Under Under Armour? You know, well, but what's names. Nike? Yeah. You but, know, what's Reebok? But at yeah. the end of the day, it's just about branding. Yeah, that's all. You know, once something is branded, it's like, oh, that's that's live. Yeah. You know, but well, after. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Like, what is that? Right. I mean, even Twitter, like Twitter. Like, yeah. what do you name it that? Yeah. But, you know. So it's not it, even a word. Yeah. It's physically not a word. Right. They made a new word. If the Breakfast Club changed your name to the Y show, everybody like, oh, that's lit. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, exactly. it is what it is. It's just about branding. Yeah. yeah it's all about branding. So you got to start somewhere and, you know, hats off to Stu, you know, for coming to me with the idea of a podcast, which I had mm-hmm. no idea what a podcast was. I, I was working on a business, uh, which I'm still doing, and I invited him out to see what I was working on. We were teammates, and I haven't, I haven't seen him in a while, and I invited him out. Uh, to like a presentation he came he was like alright man why don't you come to this basketball game with me and I went out to King's High School King's to see High School King's and Wanna Hills play shout out to Maceo yeah. and um, he was like alright I got this idea and I was excited and I said it out loud he was like shh like, don't say it out loud like, nobody <laughs> know about it Jay was like how it is and, it's time to tell here, everybody here we are man we've had uh-huh. professional athletes college athletes mm-hmm. authors entrepreneurs yeah. artists mm-hmm. models we've had all different types of demographics brands different people on here so it's inspiring you know just even hearing your story man like that it's a reminder that i gotta go harder that we all gotta go harder yeah together we all can do it we just gotta believe so you've told us you know pretty much what you guys do and what the services you know that you guys provide uh but what i would ask is um who have been some people that you have worked with you know any any different companies or different people you've worked with and uh, you can kind of go more in depth with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've worked with uh, a plethora of people um, from different industries, you know, from hip hop to real estate, uh, all the way to professional athletes. Um, and, you know, we started this, like I mentioned, about a year and a half ago. And the first, I say month and a half, actually mm-hmm. the first, like, uh, first six months, it was all Snapchat. That's all we did. Snapchat marketing, um, Snapchat advertising through geo-based advertising and stuff like that. Um, so right off the rip, I remember we actually reached out to uh, DJ Steph Floss, the official DJ of the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, so, yeah, he, he's a resident there for a little while. Yeah. Uh, a lot of clout. He's actually, you know, he's the guy up in Cleveland. He mm-hmm. basically owns that shit. Yeah. Besides, Le- besides LeBron and Kyrie, <laughs> right, he's got yeah. the city on lock. Um, yeah, reach out to his management and just, you know, just told him, hey, you know, this is what we're doing. We want to benefit you as much as we can. Mm-hmm. We just want to help. Um, they loved it. You know, this is back when Snapchat mm-hmm. just started this service. Um, so no one was doing it. We were the first on the trend. Um, and they said, let's go. So what we did was, uh, I remember, um, I actually was on sale. I'm all, throughout the whole entire company, I've been on marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we have a sales team. They reach out to, uh, you know, partners, try to bring them on. And then it's like, it's my, you know, my turn to go, you know, make the strategy, execute, uh, all that stuff. So I remember um, Brandon Parker at the time was uh, one of our sales reps. You know, big shout out to Brandon, a great guy. Uh, he's not with us now, but he's, he's kicking ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he reached out to them. The management called him. They said, hey, let's, let's get it going. Um, so, you know, made a Snapchat filter for DJ Stuff Floss, put it all around Cleveland um, for one of the Cavs games, the East 4th, West 6th, everyone from Cleveland, you know, those are the big spots to be. Um, mm-hmm. And then he put us on his Instagram. And from there, we got interest from um, 21 Savage, uh, Lil Yachty, MGK, um, you know, Flocka, Waka Flocka. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they, all their management was hit, hit us, hitting us up. And it gets you going for their events, um, their promotion, their marketing. So we worked with you know all of them, did a lot of campaigns, and then 
um, we kind of, you know, pivoted. We're like, hey, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of money in hip hop, a lot of money in entertainment, but we want to get the big bucks. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to have Fortune 500 companies. Right. You know what I'm saying? I want, I want to go where the, the money's at. Right. Um, so now we uh, transitioned to doing more businesses, you know, real estate companies, um, you know, all of that nature, apparel companies. Um, so we're killing it right now, big time. Uh, our clientele basis is uh, mainly right now, we're actually still heavily in artists. We have a lot of artists, a lot of hip hop artists um, who want to get their name out there. Um, so, mm -hmm. you know, we do the whole nine music videos, um, advertising, Snapchat marketing, audience, every, everything you need to right. have a successful campaign. Mm -hmm. um, we have a couple artists right now. Fuego Hayes, one of our biggest ones, actually. Uh, big shout out to Fuego. He's kicking ass right now. Mm -hmm. You know, on the come up from Louisville. Um, we just did a shoot with him the other day. That was dope. Mm. Uh, that was cool. Downtown uh, during Pride Week. So, you know, it's pretty pretty lit downtown. We got, we got to head down to downtown a lot last night, yesterday during that week. I didn't go last I night. Go. I saw some friends out. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, yesterday I, saw, I heard it was a good event. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was it? The whole culture in general, you know, mm. gay pride and just mm. um, that whole industry. It's, it's super cool just to see. Um, one where they started where they're at now you right. know back in I mean we all know it was five years ago it was cool to say gay it was mm -hmm. cool to say fag right but now it's like you, you can't say that it's not cool mm -hmm. personally if someone said it around me I'd be like dude you gotta watch out mm -hmm. you know so I got friends that are gay right. same with you know uh, like racial slurs if mm -hmm. someone comes out with that like hey Right. You can't be saying that shit. Yeah. I got homies like that. You can't. Right. You, just, you can't do it. So that's, that's awesome, just to see you know where they're going to and mm -hmm. uh, how you know accepting that it is now. Right. Exactly. Just like you know, with what that community's had to go through is always a difficult road. Um, I'm sure you had to go through some. So what would you say your most difficult project was or op obstacle in entrepreneurship besides the funding you've talked about? Yeah, I would say um, besides um, you know raising all that money and you know failed which was big time. No one likes mm -hmm. to fail. Um, but I, I have pride in saying that I failed. I tried, I kicked, you know, kicked ass, did everything I could, um, you know, didn't show up, you know, but you pivoted and you make it work and you succeed, you know, um, as I call it a micro failure for a macro success. Mm -hmm. You might fail, you know, a little bit, but in the long term, it's all about success. You can fail, you know, in one month, you might not do the numbers you want, but you know, that little failure might have, you know, woken you up to, hey, I should be doing this. So two years you're doing crazy sales. So, you know, you might, you might fail a little bit, but, you know, succeed in the long run. Mm -hmm. um, but back to, you know, biggest obstacle I had as an entrepreneur besides uh, that, I would just say just um, going full-time entrepreneur. Um, I was part-time when I was uh, going to college over at Cleveland State. Uh, I was doing part-time with uh, my, both my marketing and app companies. So time's a huge thing. Time's the most valuable asset we have. You can't get that. You can't get it back. You can't. Once, once can. a minute goes gone, it's, it's gone. gone. That's it. It doesn't come back. Mm -hmm. um, so dropping out of college was huge. Uh, I went for about six, seven months. You know, good grades, um, smooth. But just at the end, I was just like, hey, this is. I'm in. I'm in. I remember. I remember this day. Let me tell you a story about how I dropped out of college. The exact day mm -hmm. uh, I was in math class. I want to say it was like trigonometry, something ridiculous. Mm. Um, you know, I, was doing, I was doing good, you know, not too bad. Right. Um, I remember one day we're taking notes on like the theory of something stupid, like crazy. <laughs> and like my, I remember one problem taking up the whole entire page. And I'm just, uh. I'm in class like, you know what? I will, at first I didn't understand it. I had mm -hmm. no clue what we were doing. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm just like, hey, this, I'm never going to use this. This doesn't benefit me. There's, you know, I understand basic math. You got to have that. You know, mm -hmm. you got to know basic stuff. But when it comes to what they were teaching, it's just like, you'll never learn this. See, 
I never understood that. Like, why do I have to know X to the square divided by podcast to the square root of <laughs> it's just, no, two? It's the, ridiculous. To the EMC square of the glass minus Cleveland plus <laughs> mentor no. to the square root of the class. Walk around the it's, block equals ten. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Like that would be that's the math questions that they be. I'm like, that, yeah, that's not even math. You know what though? Math used to be my favorite subject. Until I want to say my sophomore year, I was traumatized. I know it for sure for my sophomore year when they introduced imaginary numbers. Do y'all remember that? Like, yes. I forgot about I was yes. like, I was like, imaginary. I, I was like, hold on, so this is fake. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm about to get a real grade on this. Yeah, I forget even ridiculous. how that works. But see, I forgot about it because I've never had to use it. Exactly. I forgot yeah. all about it. Took imaginary numbers gone. changed my yeah. life. Wow, man. But yeah, back to the story. Like, in math yeah. class, uh, it just hit me all at once. I'm like, hey. I'll never use this. This is it. Like really, you know, really thought like deeply, took a step back at life. I'm like, hey, it's just, it's not for me. You know, mm-hmm. I could do it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But my time is way valuable spent doing what I love and my passion. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, that literally during mid class, got, I got up in front of everyone, teachers talking. I said, fuck, I said, fuck this. Got up, walked out of the room, walked right to my advisor. I said, hey, you know, this is my life. This is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm dropping out. Like, I'm done. Obviously, she she's pleading. No, no, don't. You know what I'm saying? Stay in, right. just finish it up. Because it is a business. They sorry, like, no. but, yeah, yeah, exactly. They like no. Yeah, if we, we need, need the money. Your money. At that point, it's like sorry, but you don't know me. Mm. You know, I know myself way more than anyone else does. Mm. I, I only know how to be myself. Mm. So for you to tell me like, hey, you shouldn't. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, she you know she knew a little bit, but she didn't know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, that's when I knew. I was like, hey, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm out. Um, exactly. That's that. I since, understand. Cause since that day, sorry to cut you off, but yeah, since that day, haven't does it never showed up. That was that was done cold turkey. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, Stu and I both took a break from school, so mm-hmm. we both understand completely. Mm-hmm. I had a similar situation. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like? I was in class and and I was doing homework, and I was like, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing this. So I just I I just stopped going to class, bro. I stopped doing the work. I pretty much tanked my GPA. I was just like, I'm done. Like, literally. I was like, I'm done. Like, I didn't even go to the advisor's office. I just stopped. Out. <laughs> but don't do that. That's what I did. Don't right. do that. But so, my, my thing do is, that. my bad, Jay, not to cut yeah, you off. And, nothing, but and, and we're not knocking college. No, no, no. Not college. But my thing is, anytime you make a decision that may not be favorable mm-hmm. to other people, um, it can be hard. Mm-hmm. You know, you can when you're trying to make a decision, you start thinking about, well, will these people accept? Will my parents accept? Will my will people remember? Like, oh, you whack! I knew it. Mm-hmm. You know, and so will people look down on me. So, what do you? What's your advice to somebody that's trying to, you know, branch out and do something yeah. different, whatever it may be, and they're they're afraid of the opinions of mm-hmm. other people, whether it's their parents, their friends, anybody. Yeah. Uh, if you ever want to get into something new, that's I mean, it's scary for anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some people can suppress the pain less than other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some friends who won't even step out of their house. You know what I'm saying? They're too mm-hmm. scared to um, mm-hmm. catch a disease, catch a freaking virus <laughs> or a bacteria, just get a cough. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but if you get into anything new that you don't know about, first of all, do the research. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people now that want to get into entrepreneurship, want to get into something new, but they just go full force shotgun, you know, shooting a, a bullet in a, uh, dark dark room. Mm-hmm. What do you know you're gonna hit? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's it's just it's free for all at that point. Before you get into anything, do the research. Figure out you know is can this be done? First of all, I, I know some people who have some crazy ideas. I'm all about crazy ideas, mm-hmm. but like it's like you hear it and you're like, dude, like 
you can't even do that. It's not even, it's not even possible. You'll make no, first of all, you might not make any money, Mm -hmm. uh, but don't let money stop you. But you know, Mm -hmm. it's a big thing. Yeah. I mean, you need money to live. (laughs) If you can't afford food, you can't eat, you can't live. It's kind of, it's, that's, that's the the world. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, just advice for anyone wanting to get into anything new, do the research, um, definitely see what you can do, but, uh, just try it. Exactly. You know, you're going to fail. No, listen, like if you're scared of failing, first of all, just like you're living life wrong right in the bat. If you're scared of failing, that's mm-hmm. the only way you're going to know if you like it, if you don't like something, you know, going to relationships, mm-hmm. you know, taking a step back, you'll never know if you, you know, if this girl's going to be your wife, if you don't give her a chance, mm-hmm. same with girls, you'll never know if a dude's a douchebag if you don't give him a chance. Um, <laughs> Seriously, you know, it's, 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 that's life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a chance, girls. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's, I mean, seriously, you're you're gonna go through a lot of things and fail hard. Uh, right. If you want to start a new e-commerce business, if you want to get back into college, if you want to find that boyfriend, um, you're gonna fail a lot. Mm-hmm. But if you let that one failure stop you, you're never gonna find Prince Charming. You're never gonna make that million-dollar company mm-hmm. ever. You're never gonna get your degree because yeah. you didn't even start. So, so many people quit before they even start. Right. Yeah. Well, this ain't for me. Like, how you know? You or, didn't even start it. Yeah. Didn't even start it. So I was going to ask this question later, but you pretty much dove right into it. Um, you know, you took a break from college, and mm-hmm. I know you were criticized because I was criticized. Heavily. Stu, you know, we've all been through it. And Stu was talking about, you know, not going for the approval of other people. Mm-hmm. So I know you were misunderstood for sure, you know, in that process. So um, what does it mean to you to be a misunderstood millennial? We'll talk more about what that means to all mm-hmm. of us, but what does that mean to you? Um, I feel like we're all misunderstood one way or another. Um, I don't care, you know, if you're gay, straight, black, white, if you're entrepreneurial, if you're in college, anything you do is going to be misunderstood by someone. And personally, I don't care at all about people who don't understand me. I care about the people who do understand me. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm giving 0% of people who don't get me. I'm giving 0% of haters. I'm giving all of my attention, all of my thanks, everything I got to the people who do understand me, who do love me, um, who do care. You know, if people don't care, cool, like go, go hate some more. Because half the time, people who don't understand you, one, they're, they're going to be angry at whatever you're doing for some reason. Mm-hmm. And that reason goes further than what you're doing. You know, they might have a bad day. Mm-hmm. Their parents might have yelled at them that morning. Their girlfriend might have cheated on them. Mm-hmm. And then you do your thing. And then they're mad at you. Right, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, that's, yeah. Bottom line, yeah. Just yeah. Always, you can. It's it's hard to understand people mm-hmm. if you don't like what they're doing, which is where I'm kind of taking a step back in my life. If you know, if someone doesn't, I understand that if you don't understand me, but just don't be mad. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. keep keep your comments to yourself. Yeah. That's something we all need to do. I mean, every every single person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I mean back to the, the the rule of if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, we're all living our own life. We're all trying to find our own um, our own happiness. You know, mm-hmm. follow whatever makes you happy. Because mm-hmm. you know what makes you happy isn't gonna make anyone else happy. Exactly. It's you're different to yourself. Right. Exactly. Um, and that's just something that I'm. It's hard. I mean, personally, anyone. Anyone, I don't care what you say, like you care about what people say about you. 
you have to. If you don't, first of all, there's something wrong. Like, you know, check, check, check yourself out a little bit. Um. <laughs> See, I'm sorry, but that I've been trying to say that forever, man. You know, yeah. that, you know, because like, you always hear the person that says, oh, I don't care. Yeah, well, I don't care what nobody do think about me. I don't care what nobody say about me. I'm just like, what seriously, you <laughs> you're not human then? Exactly. Like, you know, you must not be human then. Why? You know, because we're human beings, man. Everybody cares, you know, about mm. the perception of them. So I'm glad you said that, man. Exactly. Glad you said that. But what were you about to say? I didn't mean to cut you over. Uh, honestly, yeah, that was about it. I just wrapped okay. it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just asked that, you know, we asked different guests, you know, their why, which we'll get to. And mm. we'll ask certain people that that we feel like definitely has been misunderstood that question because, you know, this podcast, we, we wanted this to be for millennials across the world, for millennials everywhere. And we have a brand that we want to be for everyone. And mm-hmm. that brand is, you know, misunderstood millennial. Uh, Stu and I co-founded. So, you know, all of us, we have a, a reason. He's a young coach. Mm-hmm. I'm a young entrepreneur. You're a young entrepreneur. We're all different. So we want everybody, you know, worldwide to understand that, you don't have to trade in your vision for somebody else's approval. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Exactly. Keep doing what you're doing. So uh, who are some people that you looked up to, man, and you've learned from? And what's some of your favorite books you've read? Because you know my phone just died. It's hard to cut you off oh, on that yeah. question. Oh, That's man. rough. I was live streaming on Instagram and it just died. So you good. Um, what was the question again? Oh, you said books? You're good, man. Uh, some of my favorite books you've read. And who are some people you've yeah. learned from? Yeah. So uh, some of my top coaches right now, uh, mentors I look up to heavily, uh, would be Gary Vaynerchuk. Clap it up for Gary. Yeah, hey, just, the goat. The goat. And that's, first of all, that's how you know you're doing something right. If that, if you got three dudes that are clapping up for another guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that, that dude's doing something right. <laughs> right, um, yeah. But yeah, so Gary V, definitely one of my uh, biggest mentors right now. Sure. Um, same just, I mean, he's in, kind of in the same industry, but it's not even just the marketing stuff he talks about. It's the life values that he talks about. Mm-hmm. Um and just to, I know he has a couple books out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Crushed it, Ask Gary V, mm-hmm. um, Jab Jab Right Hook. Yeah. Um, my favorite book by him would be Jab Jab Right Hook. I have that book. I read uh, it. Great book. Yeah, you amazing, like amazing. It's, it's crazy. I love it. Um, I, it opened my eyes to so many, so mm-hmm. many things on social media and just little things mm-hmm. that make the biggest difference. Yeah. I'm like, wow. It's mm-hmm. exactly. It's yeah, social media, I and mean, even further than social media, because mm-hmm. the concept of the book is. Uh, so his analogy is jab, jab, right hook, like boxing. Mm, yeah. But the actual, what he's talking about is when you talk to people and you want something from someone. Yeah. You, instead of just right hooking and be like, hey. And that's can, what a lot of people just do. They just yeah. right hook. Exactly. Hey, I want this. I need that. Can you do this? Can you do that? Mm-hmm. No one, times, I'm going back to time so valuable. Mm-hmm. No one's giving their time to anyone unless it's valuable to them. Mm-hmm. So right. if you were to hit someone with, he calls it a left hook where he kind of like wears someone out. Mm-hmm. If you hit them with a, hey, th- I have a problem, like, oh, mm-hmm. my phone's too far away from me, mm-hmm. or hey, my arm hurts, and then you hit them with the, oh, can you get my cell phone? Right. You know what I'm saying? Something that kind of like right. brings some value. Brings some value, yeah. Exactly. And so Yeah, a lot of people lack that giving value, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's the most important thing. How can you bring value to other people? Um and that's something that a lot of people yeah, I mean, it even goes back to relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a lot of people, um, I mean, personally, I've been in a couple relationships to where it's like, um, you know, girl just asks you for something. Hey, let's do this, do this, do this. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, I want this, I want this, I want that. Mm-hmm. Like, cool, me right. too. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want this, I want that, I want this. Like, we all do. Right. But, like, I need some, I need more value. Mm-hmm. Not to be like about me, but like mm-hmm. that's how it all is. Yeah, if exactly. a girl, you know, if a girl hits me up like, buy me, buy me a new car, 
you know, just going crazy, going crazy with it. This, this never happened to me. No girl's ever asked me for a car. If she did, I'm looking at her. She's crazy. No, she's wild. But oh, get her little toy car. Yeah. <laughs> toy car, exactly. But seriously, if someone, hey, babe, get me a car. Mm-hmm. No, straight up, that's that's a lot of freaking money. But mm-hmm. hey, babe, you know the car I have now, it's broken. Blah blah blah. My safety. I need to get to places. Those are all left hooks, like value, 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 reasons mm-hmm. before you even lead up to the question. Right. And then, you know, oh, I, I'm, you know, it's better, it's safer for me, better economy, I save more money, can you get me a car? Then I'm like, oh, crap, you know, those, the reasons you brought up, those are good. Mm-hmm. And then you ask, I'm already, I already want to give you a car before you even said something about right. the car. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that book is great. It's, um, it it's marketing generated, but you know, same principles can be played in anyone's life. Exactly. So we're almost wrapped up. We've got a few more questions. Uh, hold, on, hold on, he didn't get to finish. He didn't get to finish his other mentors it? and besides other, Gary V. Other mentors. Uh, so we got Gary V, mm-hmm. big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would also go with Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. I like Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins, he's a lot more for uh, spiritually picking people up, morally. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary goes more, more into tactics, but what Tony does is he really can get you one i actually just watched a video on him the other day about um depression and like i mean that everyone has depression if it's Mm -hmm. mild if it's a little bit if it's a lot we all everyone thinks you know negative once in a while yeah Um, the goal is get those out get those negative thoughts out and that's Mm -hmm. what he was preaching uh, in in an amazing way he actually uh had a full um keynote you know full audience he was on stage had a dude come up he was just talking to him about his depression what's going on just rough life this dude you know just got divorced um business tanked bad we've all been in bad places but this dude was in a bad place tony was able to make this dude the happiest guy in the life happiest guy ever within just what he was saying i think that's super inspirational to me the fact that you can make someone go from depressed lonely and down Mm -hmm. to happy charismatic and smiley Mm -hmm. who who wouldn't want to be around someone that's making you happy? Exactly. So I, I definitely would say I follow in the footsteps of that. You know, just trying mm-hmm. to get better is just, you know, what can I do? Uh, be a better person and make other people happier. That's mm-hmm. the end goal. Mm-hmm. What, what about you guys? What are you guys' some uh, favorite books? Uh, books? My favorite book of all time is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Mm-hmm. Um, great book. Great book. It's a little. It's like a fictional mm. book that's like has morals and values in it, and it, I, it's really good. It's really good. But some other like mentors that I look up to, Gary V, mm. but also Eric Thomas. I love Eric Thomas. Et the hip hop preacher. Yep. He's live. Um, who else, man? Uh, shoot, it's pretty much you know a bunch of different other people, but those two are probably the most that I that I look up to the most. Um, but yeah, I, I really do. Now that I got, because we have a sports podcast too that we do under pressure. Everybody go check out under pressure the podcast. Check it out. Uh, we talk about sports, and since I'm a young coach, we talk about more cultural stuff like that go throughout sports, not just the X's and O's. So now you know there's other sports people that I look up to, like um, different podcasts and Jalen Jacoby and stuff like that. So you know, any anytime you're trying to do something. I feel like you gotta find people who are already doing it, and you don't have to be just like them, right? Because you want to be authentic, you want to be yourself. But there's always things you can take from different people, mm-hmm. you know. Whether it's another coach, you know, since I'm a coach, there's other coaches that I look up to, Phil Jackson, 
um, who's now killing the Knicks program. But as a coach, though, <laughs> as a coach, he was doing good. You know, so Phil Jackson and, you know, all these different coaches, Greg Popovich, and um, I love Coach K from Duke. Um, they Everybody has their own philosophy, you know. And so when you are able to learn from different people and take bits and pieces, not their whole philosophy, you want to gain your own philosophy mm-hmm. and your own way of doing things. But you can always just gain something, even if it's something little from somebody else. It may be from somebody that's less experienced than you, mm-hmm. but you still can learn something from everybody, man. Exactly. So mm-hmm. there's little bits and pieces you can always get. My people, I would say, uh, people, most people probably wouldn't even bring up uh, mm-hmm. First book, number one, is Seekers in the Millionaire Mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a personal finance book, entrepreneurial book by T. Harv Ecker. Changed my whole mindset. Uh, talked about how we've all been conditioned as kids. Uh, and, like, racism and money is something that's taught. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't come out mm-hmm. the womb knowing, oh, I hate black people, I hate white people. Or, right. oh, I, I think this way about finances. So mm-hmm. it really changed my mindset. And he talked about what wealthy people do. So he has 17 wealth files and, and how they get wealth and how they re- retain it. Uh, mm-hmm. Second book is Unashamed by Lecrae. Uh, I relate to him in a lot of ways mm-hmm. from uh, what he believes in, how what, so? what he's went through, how so. What you relate with? Well, just being uh, a minority in America, being a young mm-hmm. black male, like the struggles mm-hmm. that you know he talks about in that book, dealing with stuff in college. He didn't mm-hmm. always fit in in certain areas. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, he has started the 116 movement with his brand. Mm-hmm. It's the stuff he talks about in his music. Like, it's, it's positive, but he's also been through things, too. Yeah. And one from, of his greatest quotes, I'm sorry, Jay, yeah. is um, if you, if live, you live for, for people's approval, you'll die from their rejection. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah and so, really you know, Lecrae, just him being a rapper mm-hmm. who's a Christian, but also is into hip-hop, he's never found that area where he fits in. That's why, Jay, you being a Mr. Still Millennial and us starting that, um, we can relate to that for sure because it's like, you know, he you're not going to hear him on the radio for real. You know, and a lot of people, we all have this uh, perception in our mind. I talked about this in our sports podcast that there's a lot of athletes who feel like, oh, I need to be on this team or I need to be in front of this. I need to be at this camp. I need to, We all have this perception of what we need. Uh, to be successful like I need to be on the radio station mm. if it's Lecrae but if you just grind and just keep your put your head down and keep working uh, you can create your own path right exactly you know and so yeah speaking of creating your own path you guys may laugh say whatever you want <laughs> the last person that I, I look up to and he's younger than me is Lonzo Ball I'm gonna tell you why I like just his demeanor even though what his dad does he keeps it cool he mm-hmm. does his thing on the court but I, I am like big baller brands number one fan because <laughs> and it's not LeVar. It's just what Lonzo said. He yeah. said it's time for us to stop being endorsers and be entrepreneurs. I've never seen an athlete do that. Yeah. And, you know, being in the entrepreneurship, I think he's changing the game. Yeah. And shout out to the Lakers. That's why I'm wearing this shirt. My new team. He's a bandwagon. Absolutely. I've been a Lakers fan since age <laughs> one. Absolutely. Yep. And Jay is now trying to hop Absolutely. onto the bandwagon. No, not try. I did. <laughs> so, you know, shout out to Lonzo Ball. I just like what he's oh doing. And I'm a big fan of personal branding. Mm-hmm. How he has his own logo, you know, built for this. The slogans. Like, I, I just love it. So, shout out to him. Um, one other question I would ask you, man, is uh, what are some future plans that you have going personally and for the business? And I know you love to travel. You've been to like 17 different countries. Mm-hmm. So where are some places that you've been wow. that you've loved and where are some places that you want to go to some of your bucket list? Yeah, so traveling has been a huge thing of mine. Um, just loved it since day one. Um, you know, thanks, big shout out to my family. Mm-hmm. Um, one, just for, you know, taking me around different places, seeing different cultures. Um, and that's what all traveling is all about. You know, seeing something that's unique to, to you. You know, you can be um, you know, cuddled away 
tucked away in Cleveland or Ohio or United States, but there's so much more out there. Um, I actually just went to Africa about uh, a month and a half ago, South Africa. Um, you know, just amazing trip, just everything from one to animal life, you know, zebras, lions, giraffes, stuff you don't ever see unless it's in a zoo. Um, you know, we're feet away from me. Um, and just the culture itself alone, you know, it's, you say, say the word Africa, it's mm. just it automatically you think of a whole different world almost. Right. And just to be experiencing that outside of a textbook, it's mm. priceless. I really, you know, it's, I'm speechless to it. Just, you know, everything that I saw, um, if it's the, you know, the poverty was just insane. Mm. Um, the, the wealth was insane. The environment, everything was just miraculous, just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was just, you know, that's, that's one trip. That's one little speck of the world, Africa. Um, just last year I went to Europe and that's, you know, that's a whole different topic, you know, completely different culture. Mm. Um, you know, if it's just, uh, the people, just everything's amazing. Um, and I personally, I don't know about anyone else, but I don't like being in the same place for one time for mm. too long. Mm -hmm. I can't do it. I need to get out. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, like, I mean, no one wants to be stuck in their bedroom for days, months, years. You know, no one wants to be stuck in their city for days, months, years. You want to get out, try different things, live. Right. I mean, you know, if different things happen to you, um, you what's the way? If you get out of your comfort zone and, you know, just different sparks and you just get hype, you're living more. I love living. You, you guys like living? Yeah, man. <laughs> Living's cool. It's, it's cool if you Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I love traveling. Um, okay. Just getting around. I actually, uh, a couple trips I'm trying to plan out in the future. Uh, I really want to go to Asia. Never mm. been. I've been to uh, four different continents, mm. and uh, Asia is definitely the next one. I mean, just you hear the word Asia, and just you think of all these different cultural shifts that we just don't know about. Mm. You know, if it's Thailand, mm. where they eat insects and they eat worms, and that's normal mm. to people. Right. I actually just watched a documentary the other day. Yeah, mm. it's crazy. And actually, like um, eating insects, the United States is one of the countries that are weird mm. for not eating insects. Like well, I'm good on that. Exactly. No, seriously. Yeah, like, I'm good on too. I'm good on that. No, never. I'm not eating cockroaches yeah. and like chocolate covered beetles and stuff. That doesn't sound good at all. But, but see, they might look over here like, oh, McDonald's. Like you know, like oh, how could y'all eat that? You know, yeah, pro processed food. Right. Like, yeah. They probably look at us like, oh, y'all, man, y'all gonna seriously. die early. <laughs> speaking of speaking of poison, man, I just got a random craving for raisin canes, and I know that's so bad for me, but. It's, Oh, well. So good though, sodium, yeah. sodium. But yeah. hey, funny story about Canes actually. Um, back when we were trying to uh, get our next investment for the app, um, mm -hmm. the actual CFO of Canes—I don't want to say his name—but uh, he actually had pretty good interest in us. Uh, reached out to him, was like we told him what we were doing. You know, young kids just hustling, trying to you know make a passion a reality. Mm -hmm. uh, loved and actually met up with us. Uh, we had about three meetings with him. Great guy, super good guy, down to earth, um, crazy good entrepreneur. Like the things I learned from him. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you can't put a price on it. Um, but I still remember to this day, he actually lives over in Menor, um, which is oh, wow. crazy. Yes, so, you know, just uh, have relatable, just right, right off the bat from where we're from, um, went to his place and just, you know, super kind guy. You, you know, you think of uh, investors and, like, these dudes wearing suits as, like, scary guys that want to, mm -hmm. you know, you know, take your money, but no. Like, sharks. Like, sharks, yeah. exactly. That's the best yeah. way to put it. That's not how it was. Mm -hmm. um, he was just super open. All he wanted to do was help us. It wasn't about, you know, getting the most money. He was about, you know, us succeeding. Um, and it's, that's just amazing. And I actually remember we still have, uh, he also is a co-founder of Cleveland Whiskey. Um, 
So he actually gave us a bottle of one of the first batches. We still have in our apartment to this day, unopened, never touched. This was about a year and a half, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Never opened this bottle of whiskey. I couldn't tell you how many times we haven't had any alcohol in the spot. And we're like, hey, that bottle of whiskey. You know you, you, know you can't. It's, 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 it's for a special moment. Right, you know, it's, yeah. that, that's for that, you know, when we make that uh, six-figure deal. Right. And we and bring on finally... that Fortune 500 company. That's when we pop that. Yeah. But until then, it's, it's sealed and wrapped. Actually, right. mm-hmm. funny story. I actually had a party at one of my old apartments. Like mm-hmm. Tons of people. And this one girl touched the bottle, bro. Oh, no, my no, no. goodness. She had the audacity. <laughs> <laughs> she, she had the audacity to touch this bottle. Uh, I see her. Did from she across, pop it open? She tried. Oh I'm my I'm across gosh. the room playing pong, beating some ass, and uh-huh. I'm just like, I look over, I see this girl. I'm like, this can't be happening. I stopped the game, dropped everything, ran over her. She's actually peeling open the top. Oh my god! To this day, we have a little peel open. The second she did that, I'm, I yelled, screamed, like the whole party stopped. Yeah. The music you would have thought stopped. I I put this girl on blast. I said, don't, listen, in front of everyone, I said, don't ever touch that bottle. <laughs> it's, no, don't, it's like, imagine like, um, uh, you just get some super sentimental. I wish I would have saw that. Listen, I would have got weak. I would have um, got weak. Everyone, it, was, it was kind of funny, I'm not going to lie. What would you have done though? She would have thought, hey, man. Like, if she, <laughs> I, she just had the bottle and it would have been over. <laughs> just pour it out. No, no, it's, <laughs> she never, no, she. I couldn't imagine what would happen. Oh my so we, gosh! We talked about you know uh, the traveling part, yeah. but what, what were some of your goals, man? Some of your personal goals uh, that you that you want to do, and maybe some goals for the business. And talk about also how important is it to have a plan mm-hmm. and not just jump into business too. Yeah. Um, so personal goals right off the bat, uh, I I want to buy the world. You know, mm-hmm. I just want to do the impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's a figure of speech. You can't buy the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to do those things that, exactly, like you heard by the world, you just right off the bat think you can't do that. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. Nothing's impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, don't get me wrong. If I, I'm one dude, but I, there's some people out there who probably could buy the world. I bet you if, <laughs> if, like, if some of the, like a Bill Gates, Elon Musk, um, right. some of the greats wanted to buy the world, I bet you they would do something crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my personal goal is just do 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 the impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically, mm-hmm. realistically, my goals, um, I want, you know, that's the goal is to, you know, money's never been a goal mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. I've never set myself to, hey, I want to make a million this year. I haven't either. Ever. Never. never. Mm-hmm. Only because if you set yourself to be the best at something, mm-hmm. you're going to be rich. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. Right. So that's mm-hmm. why my, my personal goal, I want to be the best marketer in the world mm-hmm. ever I, I believe i'm top 10 right now but i want to be the best right that's hard there's a lot of there's a lot of good guys out there <laughs> so how did you, how did you separate be- yourself man like your brand what are some tips for personal branding like what did you do i know you have a, a big following you have over five thousand followers on instagram so how did you how did you build your just brand differently from personal other branding is I, I wouldn't even say i did it differently i just i was myself mm-hmm. never put a front on ever mm-hmm. um just all the time, just, you know, just literally just being myself and just hoping people relate to that. I guess, you know, people picked up on um, people can sense if you're being fake or not. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you guys see this all the time. If you go on someone's Instagram and they have like, you know, 20, 50,000 followers getting like a hundred likes. Maybe buy any followers. Yeah. Exactly. It's like you're fake. Exactly. Exactly. I know you guys, I can speak for all of us. We've never been about being fake at all. Right. Yeah. So, 
just put, honestly mm-hmm. go actually <clears throat> excuse me mm-hmm. going tactically mm-hmm. yes you know being myself that's you know the religious answer but the tactical answer um, quality content mm-hmm. at scale I always want to put the best I can out because I mean that's my my audience deserves the best mm-hmm. um, so I'm not putting anything half-assed out nothing that doesn't you know say who I am and doing that putting quality content at scale that's where most people don't you know don't do it right they put one picture out a month mm-hmm. okay that's what that's what do you mean by at scale yeah so mm-hmm. you want to have quantity you know quality you got to have quantity if people see you one time a month they see you one time a month. That's right. it. Yeah. But if you're putting good stuff out all the time, you put 10 pictures, 10 videos, 10 whatevers in a month, people see you. What is that? A hundred percent more. Mm. Like that's sorry. A thousand percent more. Right. Like that's just insane. Um, so I'm all about just putting out as much as I can all the time. Just, you know, hopefully, you know, um, I love when new people meet me. I love mm-hmm. meeting new people. Mm-hmm. I love it. One, because, Every single person is different. No one person's the same mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. So you'll never know if someone, if you and someone click, mm-hmm. or you know someone's the right you know, relationships. If someone's the right girl for you, if someone's mm-hmm. the right guy, you'll never know until you talk to them. Mm-hmm. So I mean, hang go out with them. Hang out. Some people hide them. behind their smartphones. People yeah. just want mm-hmm. to snap message. They want to text. They don't want to FaceTime. They don't want to pick up the phone. Nobody wants to hang out anymore. Yeah. That's the problem, man. Everybody just wants to hide behind a DM. It really is, and I, I don't know about you guys, but. I love talking on the phone. Love. Mm. I almost hate texting. It's, it's not cool. It's Jay I, right there. Too, Jay? I hate. I hate. He texting. hates it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Only like for short stuff. Like I'm. I'm gonna call you. Like right. that's just me. I feel like a real man is gonna call you, whether it's personal relationships with your woman or for business or whatever. If I got something important, I'm gonna call you. If it's something quick, I'll just text it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And something just about hearing the other person's voice. Like little things like that, I just mm-hmm. cherish. Like you text someone, you see black text. Mm-hmm. Like what is that's that's the same as every other person. Every right. other person in my contacts has the same black text, the yeah. same. Um, I think it's Lato font. Mm-hmm. Same, right. same thing. So there's no personality Nothing. behind it. Yeah, no. and a lot of stuff can get uh, misinterpreted. Yeah, um, all the time behind text messages all the time, man. Like it happens all the time. Like, what do you mean by oh, what you trying to say? Like, nah, man. If you would have heard my tone of voice, mm-hmm. you didn't know that I didn't mean it like that. Exactly. And so, yeah, it's definitely. Exactly. And then definitely yeah, that was go. a good one. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, you ain't lying. The texting is <laughs> only speaking the truth. You gotta be careful. Like that's why if there's certain emotions that are escalated in certain situations, you think about text. You don't have to text back right there. Mm-hmm. Take time to gather your thoughts or text them. Hey. Right. Let's talk about this. You know, let me call. Right. You. Don't text out of anger, yeah, frustration. You're gonna regret it because you, you once over you send here, it, texting like this, like, <laughs> send, send a novel, like you're gonna regret that. Oh you're man, regret yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But going back to the question about, um, you know, mm-hmm. just like social, how my social is jumping. Mm-hmm. Um, my life, I try to make my life as exciting as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, you. That's basically what sets someone apart on social. Um, do you have an exciting life? Do you not? Yeah, yeah, if, you, if you live a boring ass life, mm-hmm. nobody people, wants to watch no that. No one. Yeah. Right. No one. I mean, bottom line, right now I'm doing this uh, Instagram live. Like that's exciting. We're doing, right. It's a podcast. Like, exactly. This is exciting stuff. I've never yeah. done a podcast. Right. Um, mm-hmm. What was the last time you did something for the first time? Mm, one of my favorite quotes. It really is. Like this is yeah one of these moments. I mean, it's it's um, little. It's don't get me wrong. It's a little uncomfortable. You know, I've never done this before mm-hmm. ever. But you know, right. just taking the bulls by the horn, just right. going to town. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just having one is your life. Your social media is just a relay of your life. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Mm. Exactly. And back to being personable, talking on the phone. Like this is a good one. 
you wouldn't do a job interview through text. No. Right. You wouldn't propose a business proposal over text. Right. You know, Never. Bill Gates wouldn't be like, hey, I want to, well, what is it? Bill Gates is going to explain it. You know what I mean? So I find that funny, man. Like, when it's stuff like that, you, it's not going to be over text. Right. You know what I also noticed is that, like you said, people hide behind social media. People can hide behind text messaging, too. Because mm-hmm. like, there's sometimes, you know, I feel like we've all maybe done it. We'll say something in text talk message. Talk a big game. Mm-hmm. But in person. But in it's person, like it's, like, it's like, oh, you know. Oh, what's up, bro? What's up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Going back to... um talking all that good stuff a second ago. Drake, one of the best artists in the game, Drake's mm-hmm. a great line. He said, let's do the things that we, we say, say on text. text. Yeah. Mm. Obviously, he's referring a little something different. I know what you're right. Yeah. But I mean, it goes But it, it can relate to another side, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people do that a lot. I mean, going back to email, text, like people will talk a big game. That's yeah. all the album views. But views. I'm trying to think they views album so good. Mm. Um, but when it comes to actually, you know, meeting up and doing it, a lot of people mm. flake. Mm. I mean, it's, I mean, that, that just speaks volume on people's personalities. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. know about you guys, but people, if I say something, I'm yeah. going to do it. People chicken hey. out on certain things, whether it's business, personal, but you had a good point. If they see value in it, they'll find time for it. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. If they don't see value in it, you know, there's certain people that won't do it because they're like, well, what am I getting out of it? And mm-hmm. sometimes it could be the world, but mm-hmm. the worst type of ignorance is a closed-minded person. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people miss certain certain opportunities because they didn't they didn't go. Right. Yeah. yeah. Ask Mark Zuckerberg about that situation. He knows. The uh, friends that didn't show up. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's crazy nobody didn't know that. I can't, I don't know the specific number of people. As time goes on, I forget. But basically, he invited, when he first was trying to tell people about the idea of Facebook. He invited over five people. I think it was about seven. I yeah. think he invited seven of his friends to come check, her out, check it out, be a part of it. Only like two or three showed up. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, the four that didn't show up, like, you have to forever not come out the house. Yeah. Like, if, it, if I was one of those four people that didn't show up, like, I just, I would lock myself in my room and forever. Yeah, and everybody's getting on Facebook. Right. Like, most people wake up before they even brush their teeth, before they pray, like, they look at Facebook. Exactly. So, dang, that's, that's crazy. That, so, yeah, missed an opportunity, but hey. Missed, missed out. Missed out. And you can't get the opportunity back. You can't yes. get it back. That's That's it. I will try, though. I'll call him like, please. Or something. <laughs> Forgive me. I was just playing. <laughs> yeah. You remember that time yeah. we were kids and we did oh, that still alive. Right, yeah. you know. Any of them still alive? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're all alive. I mean, Mark Zuber's not. He's not always like a no, 30-something. Like, because I would have committed suicide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, all right, that's it. I'm I'm I don't know about that far. I'm I'm out. Out. I don't know I'm about that. that. I'm out. <laughs> Oh man! But I mean, you missed some. You, I mean, we've all missed out on opportunities. One of my great, my favorite sayings is, you know, some of our greatest opportunities are ones we didn't even know we had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They came, it's we true. weren't ready for it, mm-hmm. or we didn't, we we didn't take advantage of it, and it went. We didn't even know it was there. Mm-hmm. Right? You didn't know you were standing next to see next to the CEO of so and so that could have helped you out, and mm-hmm. you were going to say something to him, but you decided not to. Mm-hmm. And you don't know that's who that was. You just you move on and you go on with your life. You can still end up being successful. You never know. But at the end of the day, you just sometimes you never know mm-hmm. some of the opportunities or they just come and go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come exactly. And, go. and I, I actually have a, a good use case for what you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, just about I say about a month and a half two months ago Facebook uh, dropped a new keynote you know Facebook's keynote what they do is they just talk about what's going to be going on this next month or new tech all that fun stuff mm-hmm. uh, as a techie and as a marketer I saw it I'm like oh shit mm-hmm. like dude, Facebook's doing something right now right I'm like this you know the app we have going on it relays so much of what they're trying to get into when it comes to augmented reality artificial intelligence mm-hmm. and facial recognition technology so I'm like hey like, we're up to something we already have half the app done mm-hmm. I hit up the only investor I know, I know one investor right now. We're tight. We're mm-hmm. cool. I hit him up. I'm like, hey, 
you know, have you seen this Facebook keynote? Like, dude, it's crazy. I'm not trying to sell him on anything. Just trying to, you know, create that rapport. Mm-hmm. Um, if I never would have hit him up, right now I'm doing I'm doing business with their company right now on a marketing level, mm-hmm. which is crazy how that even happened. Mm-hmm. But if I never would have hit that investor up about just, you know, whatever's going on, mm-hmm. never would I be in the situation right now to be signing um, 10 plus thousand dollar deals a month, you know, mm-hmm. with his friends. Right. Um, so it even goes back to Jay. You know, like earlier, we I had no clue who Jay was about you know two weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, but I let him into a VP3 where we're at right now, mm-hmm. and then I don't know what it was, but we just you know said something to each other. One thing led to another, and you know now we're homies around this podcast together. Right. But if we didn't I don't ever, what happened? We I don't exactly. just sitting there. <laughs> no, we're just talking. I was asking him like, "What you working?" I think he was like, "My business." I think that's what clicked, and that I was, was like, it. "Okay, I'm an entrepreneur too." And then we clicked. Right. Then mm-hmm. I showed you the website of the of yeah. the clothing line, and then top of the podcast. We literally just clicked and we just right. sat there and, and talked. If Jay never would have said anything, right. or if I would have just gave him some half-ass answer, mm-hmm. this right. never would be alive. This never would have happened. It's crazy what communication is. can do, man. A lot yeah. of people just saying hello to somebody, you yeah. never know what that can turn into. That may turn into a business partner and may turn into your future spouse. Mm-hmm. You just never know. Mm-hmm. Funny thing is, know. bro, like I was that day, I was supposed to go to Langsam Library and write. I was supposed to work on my book. Then something told me, something was like, go to VP3 today. I was going to the library. So I was like, I'm going to go to VP3. Mm-hmm. Nobody was around. You just came just to come? The doors were always locked. The yeah. door was unlocked that day. Like really? one, of the, one of the little doors, uh-huh. I opened it up. I'm walking in. I see one dude, just one. Lights <laughs> off, one dude, feet up on the table, just prop, has his laptop out. I was like, what's up? Like, can you let me in? Let me in. I didn't even end up writing that day. But... Wow. Maybe something else was supposed to happen. Maybe this will go into the book. Never yeah, know. What's that? Uh, what's that book all about? The Misunderstood Millennial. Okay, that's, that's the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, the clothing line is called Misunderstood Millennial. But I wanted to write a story. Uh, you know, of course, that we inspired it. But I wanted to write my story from being a uh, you know minority young entrepreneur student who also has faith in in Jesus Christ. Uh, that's what I always believed in, and I was misunderstood in a lot of different ways. But also um, from losing my best friend at 18 to cancer and Certainly, having yeah. a parent, it's all good, having a, having parents that were divorced and being an athlete going into entrepreneurship, I have so many different stories on why I was misunderstood. But I want to literally write out you know, the story on never trading mm-hmm. your vision for approval and for the whole generation. So this book is for millennials everywhere. I have tons of respect for that. Um, because one of my biggest pet peeves now is that a lot of my friends mm-hmm. aren't talking mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. their life. I care so much about what people are saying. I, I mean, go back to Instagram, Snapchat stories. I'll watch hundreds of stories a day about what my friends are doing because mm-hmm. I care. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it's certain people. Mm-hmm. But I wish, deep down, I wish more of my friends would document more, talk mm-hmm. about their life more. People care. Mm-hmm. So many people care. Uh, I mean, I, I'll talk about my life. Personally, I don't think anyone cares, but I bet you there's one, two, three people mm-hmm. that feel the same way and can relate. And I'm not even writing the book for profit, man. No, like, it's never yeah, about you want to make a little money or so, but, and that's just anything. If, if you start something and there's no purpose behind it, when there's no profit coming in, you're going to quit. So with the book, you know, it's all about purpose, you know, from whether you're a single mom out there that's a millennial or you're an author or a speaker that nobody believes in or you're an entrepreneur or a young coach nobody believes in we all have that story and I want that book to mm-hmm. be a personal self-help book for millennials it'll be non-fiction and it'll be that book that they can go to it's like okay you know this story was inspiring I need to go out and get it and go get my dream done mm-hmm. like you said yeah. turn your passions into a reality 
Exactly. And um, a lot of people are probably thinking, like, I don't have too much to talk about. Mm. You know, I'm not like Jay. I'm not, uh, I didn't have this tragedy happen. I'm not, you know, doing this, doing that. But every single person has a story. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're just going to college and you just party every day, that's I mean, most of my friends. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. they're going so to college, just mm-hmm. partying. They go to school. Personally, I'm kind of interested in those party stories. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those are personally kind of funny. Like, they're right. hilarious. <laughs> like, what was what's some crazy shit that happened at a party? Right. Like, let yeah. us know. It might not seem cool to you, but, like, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I kicked it. You know, I, I was partying. I was mm-hmm. tired. So exactly. I, <laughs> I, I understand. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody does have a story, though, man. And that's, and that's something that, you know, shout out to Cal Speaks. Mm-hmm. Um He's a motivational speaker, and he does uh, different segments on Anima TV, our, our network. And uh, when he got on his interview, we were still trying to figure out what our our uh, what we theme were, was. Yeah, what we were going to brand what, around him. Right. How, what was our brand around for the show? And his, his hashtag slogan is, you don't know my story. And what I came to find out and realize that everybody has a story. Everybody. I mean, everybody. From the person who is the CEO of the Fortune 500 company to the janitor at that same company. Everybody has a story. And so well, we were like, okay, that's what, that's what our thing is then. We're bringing on people, whether it's an entrepreneur, whether it's a, a, a athlete, a singer, a writer, whatever. And we're going to ha- allow them to share their story because when you share your story and you embrace your story, it can inspire other people to do the same. Um, That's why it's called the millennial believer. Exactly. Because you want to instill that belief in yourself, exactly. but to the other people watching. Exactly. So that's all I got, man. You know, I know you always ask. Oh, yeah. I always got to ask these, these the, last two yeah. questions. So second to last question is, um, it takes a lot of hard work being an entrepreneur and doing what you're doing. And so what wakes you up in the morning like, all right, I'm doing it again. I'm going back at it. I'm going back at it. So basically, what's your why? My why right now? It's my team. Mm. Bottom line, um, we have a team of right around 16 to 18 teammates. I'd call them family members. Um, some of my closest friends, uh, I can name their, all their names right now. It's just every day I wake up and want to do stuff. One for me, don't get me wrong. You know, I, I want to be the guy. I want to, you know, I want to um, do what I think is right. But on the mm. other hand, it's almost 95% for my team. Um, a lot of my team were most, mostly millennials, almost all millennials. Um, so we're all in the same boat of just trying to hustle, trying to grind and live, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Get enough mm-hmm. money to pay for food, mm-hmm. get enough money right. to pay for rent. Right. And we, I have some teammates right now that aren't, you know, rich, they're poor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll speak for myself and a lot of other people. Um, I'm like, we're struggling with bills. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of bills. Mm. Builder, I mean, they pile up. Right. Um, and to hear some of my teammates be like, I, you know, I can't afford rent or I, I can't eat, or I can't do this, that gets me going. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let anyone who I'm friends with, mm-hmm. anyone who's rolling with me, be down. Mm-hmm. I just can't let that happen. First, it hurts me inside, because I know that as the a, a leader of the company, it's up to me to make sure, hey, you're getting paid. Mm-hmm. You're getting work. Whatever you need, I got you. So mm-hmm. that's, I would say that's my why right now is my team. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's definitely somebody you want on your team is somebody like you, mm, you. who uh, doesn't think about themselves but the, the team in general. Because, you know, I'm a coach, and so you want players who don't just think about themselves but the yeah. whole team, you know. So that's amazing, man. That's amazing. So last question. What last question. What we always ask people 
is at the end of the day, it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. You didn't bought the world. You okay. didn't. You didn't. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't <laughs> achieve everything you could possibly achieve. What do you want people to say? Stephen Loisley was. Stephen Loisley was. I would just say a friend. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't want to be the greatest. I do want to be the greatest. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. it's not a priority. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be the richest. I don't want to be the whatever. I just want to be a friend. Because you trust your friends. So if I earned your trust, I did something right. Wow. Clap it up. No, that that, <laughs> that you, goes man. for that. No, that I, no it's, it's, uh, it's, that's real. Yeah. Like I'm not, you know, just bullshitting because we're right, on, a, on a podcast. Right. It's not just, mm-hmm. you know, me being my PR. I'm not a salesman. I'm right. just speaking, you know, whatever, um, whatever I feel. That's how mm-hmm. I feel. Amazing, man. Amazing, mm-hmm. man. We appreciate you, man. This Thanks, was this man. is definitely a great episode. Mm-hmm. You know, I love episodes where I feel like I'm learning, that I'm myself being inspired. Mm-hmm. But it's also just a good conversation, man. And that's mm-hmm. why we're here, just talking, having fun, living it up, man. And I appreciate you for sure, man. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you for sure. Oh, but Jay, my bad, Jay. I almost yeah, you, you you saw that I almost. But Jay always ends with um, a question. Or a quote. Or a quote to give to people right. thinking at the end of the episode. And after you do that, Jay, I got something to say. What do we got today, Jay? Yeah, man. I heard a uh, shout out to Pastor Brian Taylor at uh, Bethel, Cincinnati. I heard this today and it really stuck with me. You know, we all go through things in our life. We're all going through something that a lot of us know nothing about. But at the end of the day, never compare your pain to somebody else's. Mm. That's good. That's never really compare good. your pain to somebody else's. A lot of people have it a lot worse. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I mean, it's bad. I remember... Uh, I went to Africa about a week or a month and a half ago, like I said, and literally people were living in shacks. Mm. I'm talking like, I'm not, not nice shacks, like sheds that you have in your backyard. I'm talking cardboard and aluminum. Like it's, people have it bad, really mm. bad. They're eating mm. dirt. They're drinking water out of, you know, contaminated wells. Right. That's bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. no, that's really fucking bad. Yeah. What's not bad is, oh, your, the camera on your phone doesn't work. Right. That's not bad. Right. That's for us, though, it's like, oh, my gosh. Exactly. Oh, my, yeah. you know, Instagram's down for the day. That's right. not bad at all. <laughs> right. And you will be okay. Yeah. But that's a great quote, Jeff. That is amazing. That's amazing. Well, that is it for this episode, man. We had a great time. Before we go, though, Stephen, I will need you to tell your school uh, we won our trophy. Uh, give us our trophy. <laughs> Y'all stole our trophy, man. No. And we want it back, man. That yeah, is we, ours. We earned that. Oh, earned my that. goodness. Big, we want our big, trophy, uh, man. Big shout-out to the team back then. That's hard. Winning, honestly, no, take a step back. Like For a high school team to win the state championship, you're the best of the best. Mm-hmm. You put in all the hard work. You did. You went over and beyond, and you beat the other best team. You're the greatest. So yeah. um, big props to my high school. Yeah, shout out to <laughs> maybe maybe next year we'll win. <laughs> <laughs> we want our trophy. <laughs> we want our trophy. Oh no, man, no, but man, but, uh, for, for all that, I just want to, um, you know, everyone listening right now, just know, mm-hmm. thanks, just for tuning in. Um, yes. you know, chiming in, hearing our story, hearing us talk. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, follow me on Instagram just for yes. more, um, more news yes. about me. I just love to, uh, you know, throw up stuff just about you know what's going on and just mm-hmm. how I can help in any other way. And we, I'll make sure I, I put links to. Um, your social media and into media and all of your stuff so you know people know where to find you at um definitely you guys got to check him out for sure for sure definitely check him out so this is jay thomas through animal with the great stephen loisley this is the millennium believer and we out we are see you guys